Welcome to Forward Focus. In each episode, we're helping you take one step toward becoming a more effective, well-rounded leader. I'm your host, John Reich, and in today's episode, we're having a conversation around relational leadership. Here's how I want you to think of this episode. Think of a leader in your life that you have followed, admired, respected. Somebody that has made a true impact on where you are today. This person made you feel like you were the only individual that they were leading at that time. They built a relationship with you. They made you feel valued. They made you feel like you are part of something bigger than yourself. Here's how we can define relational leadership. Relational leadership puts the quality of relationship on equal footing with all other practical outcomes in a business. So in typical business organizations, right, you look at money in, money out, you look at uh, key performance indicators of how we're growing our business or giving great customer service. In an organization that is focusing on relationships, there's key metrics, there's key outcomes that you look for in the relationships between the leader and the follower. So I'm gonna give you six key areas that if you're either a leader growing your organization and attracting talent, or if you're a follower or somebody aspiring to be a leader in an organization, here are six areas that you could focus on to deepen your relationships with others. First and foremost, relational leaders are authentic. This is pretty straightforward. However, sometimes we think like, oh, we're on an interview 24 seven. We gotta be polished, we gotta be fine, we gotta be perfect. And the thing is about being authentic It's about being comfortable in your own skin. It's about crossing into different conversations and understanding that if you are who you are, that means you can ultimately focus on developing true relationships and not having to pretend that you're somebody else at work versus somebody at home. That's alignment. And so what I wanna encourage you is you, you can't have real relationships with others if you're not being real with yourself. That alignment is so important. There's a TED talk I want you to check out It's called The Power of Vulnerability with Brene Brown. In this talk, she talks about how important it is to lean into being vulnerable with those around you. So if you're looking for a resource, Brene Brown, The Power of Vulnerability. All right, number two, relational leaders are empathetic. What does that mean? Well, see, as you're developing empathy, you bring curiosity into the way that you understand how the world works, into the way that you see Um, how somebody's feeling and how they're operating. See, empathy is being able to look at somebody's emotional state. It's reading the room and it's saying, okay, maybe it's not the right time to tell the joke, but your authentic self loves to tell jokes. So that's where that, that counterbalance of being authentic and having empathy to understand to read a room is so vital and so important. Empathy also allows you to make a connection with somebody else who may be going through a, a troubling or um, tough time and you may say listen i haven't gone through exactly what you're going through but i understand and in the past what's helped me get in through got through certain aspects of what you're going through this is how i did that right so empathy is something that uh, really builds relationship quicker with other people in your, your workplace a resource for you on that there's a great ted talk on empathy and this is from amy edmondson and it's called Building a uh, Psychologically Safe Workplace. 
building a psychologically safe workplace. And Amy talks about the psychological benefits of utilizing and having empathy. She also has a great book called The Fearless Organization, Creating Psychological Safety in the Workplace for Learning, Innovation, and Growth. So there's a TED Talk and a book as a resource for you. This next one is is something that not a lot of people talk about. This idea of mutuality. Mutuality. So if you think of something being mutual, it means that each relationship lines up. It means that even though you have a different life story that got you to where you are today, and I have a different life story that got me to where I am today, we have different experiences that we've, that we've had that allow us to be on the same field, that allow us to say, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. We have a mutual perspective on how life operates and works. So an example I'll give to you is maybe um, somebody on your staff has never been out of the country. They've never been out of the United States. However, their dad was in the military and they moved all around the country into multiple states within the U.S. And then you yourself have been, I don't know, in seven or eight different countries and you've experienced and seen different things. So although you don't have the same exact experiences, what you do share is the experiences of moving and being in different areas and adaptability, adjusting new environments, right? So that's a shared experience that you can have on mutual ground, even though your background is very different. So if you're looking for a resource on mutuality and using that in leadership, a great book to pick up is The Soul of a Team by Tony Dungy. He talks about how uh, there's different backgrounds that each of us experience and the purpose of a team is so much bigger than just winning a Super Bowl or um, winning uh, in, in on the field, right? So I know I've been throwing a lot of information and content at you today, and I just wanted to make sure to make a point that we are going to have a link in our notes section that will be available for you that has all the resources and tools that we discussed today, the books, the authors, podcasts, so you can go back and not miss any of those resources for you and your business. The next Uh, focus of the relationships that we want to be developing as we focus on our relational leadership opportunity is the actual quality of the relationships that we're fostering, right? If you think back to the person that you identified at the start of our flashcast, this person meant a lot to you because they made you feel special. They made you feel valued. They had a relationship with you. So the authenticity is important, but the quality of that relationship is important too. Consider this. We have choices to make every single day, right? We can buy this quality of food or this quality of food. We can put this quality of gasoline in our car or this quality. We can get this quality of oil change or this quality. And every single day we are focused with what type of quality are we surrounding ourselves with? So why aren't we focusing that energy into our relationships? Ask yourself this question. Do you want to be somebody that is sort of distantly known by all and sort of liked or being aware of? Or do you want 10 key people to say, that doesn't sound, that negative story you might be sharing about this person, that doesn't sound like my experience with that leader. Maybe you should turn around and get to know that leader a little bit deeper because the leader I know is authentic, they're real, they're genuine, they're empathetic, right? So the quality and depth of those relationships are just so important. The next one is that relational leaders are sporting and honorable. And this is, this is an interesting one because when you think of sporting and honorable, you think of like 
I think of the little leaguers lining up after a baseball game, tapping each other's hands from the other team saying, good game, good game, good game, good game, right? We're taught sportsmanship at a very young age. And so how does that translate into leadership? Well, if it's just funny, the other resource that was there um, in my prep here is The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. He talks about this in, in, in leadership, that infinite leaders are focusing on a prize that is so big, that is so... Um, purposeful and passionate right so driven it's beyond a product it's beyond one person or any any other thing it's the same idea that if i'm focusing on being honorable with the people in my my business they're attracted to the purpose that and the cause that you're you're um, subscribing to they're not just attracted to you as the leader so if you think back to the role model or leader you wrote down there was something about that role model or person that was bigger than just their title or the job that they gave you or their responsibilities. Typically, you'll find a pattern that they have a purpose or a passion that's bigger than any one thing. And this is what he says in the infinite game. A finite game is played for the purpose of winning. An infinite game for the purpose of continuing the play. Think about that for a second. Think about how far certain businesses can go because they continually adapt and they solve problems that are bigger than any one product or any one person. Such a great book. If you want to develop your relational skills as a leader, pick up The Infinite Game from Simon Sinek. Relational leaders find the meaning in relationships. They find the meaning in relationships. What that means is this. They have a purpose in every relationship that they foster. One thing I want to read here from my prep is... In the 1923 book, I and Thou, Martin Buber makes the case that the human experience is finding meaning in our relationships. He describes two modes of relating, contrasting the it relation with the thou relation. When we relate to another person as it, we treat them instrumentally as an object or as a thing so we can get to an achievement. When we relate to another person as thou, we honor them intrinsically valuable as their own individual, as themselves. What makes the person tick? What makes them whole? They're not just the employee from nine to five. They're not just that 1099 contractor you hired. They have a family. They have relationships. They have desires. So relational leaders understand that I need to know the whole 360 person to get the most out of that relationship. Here's some closing questions for you to ask yourself as you work on developing your relational leader. Number one, are you bringing your best self to your collaborations and partnerships? And how do you know? Number two, are others bringing their best selves to your partnership and collaborations? Do you see them showing up to win with you? Number three, are you experiencing a sense of group flow and team synergy? Number four, are you having the kind of impact on others that you intend? Or do you find yourself apologizing for not having the intention? that you were, were hoping to strive for. And then lastly, are others willing to stick it out when the going gets tough? So as we land this plane, what I wanna close with is relational leadership is an ongoing journey. It's just like the person training for a marathon or going to the gym. You're not going to lose the 10 pounds or run the six minute mile overnight. But with disciplined action in these key areas that we outlined today, you will better uh, be prepared and you'll find yourself in circumstances where you're gonna realize that being a relational leader 
can really pay off huge dividends for years to come to maximize the relationships of those around you. If you found value in today's content, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode to become the leader you deserve to be. And until next time, lead on.